The following is a presentation of the New York Presbyterian Hudson Valley Hospital Center, a better place to get better. Welcome to the Health and Happiness Show with Casey, a weekly presentation with guests, ideas, information, and fun designed to improve your life from 100.7 WHUD. Hi, it's Casey. Today we are shining on in a way that's hundreds of thousands of years old. If you've ever meditated or sat in silence, you may have felt as if you traveled away from this world. That feeling can be taken to the next level, literally. A shamanic journey is intentionally setting out on a subconscious exploration that can lead to beautiful new worlds and connect you with spiritual support and guidance. In her new book, Dr. Susan Allison takes us by the hand and leads us into a hypnotic state with drumming music, which she gives you for free at drsusanallison.com. This very personal practice began for Susan 23 years ago when she studied with the student of the man who created the Foundation for Shamanic Studies. I guess I could trace it back to 1993 when I did a workshop that uh, was led by someone who had studied with Michael Harner. And Michael Harner, I give Michael Harner so much credit for bringing uh, the shamanic world to the average person like us. And so I did a great workshop up in the Sierra Mountains in California uh, with, gosh, about 13 other women and learned how to go into trance and listen to a drum, drum beat, and close my eyes and be able to journey uh, in my subconscious mind, be able to journey to spirit worlds. Wow. You know, I, I did this, I took a little workshop once myself, and I found it fascinating with a, with a shamanic drummer. Mm-hmm. And we went up above to the heavens to connect with our spirit guide, and we went down below to the center of the earth to connect with our power animals, I think. Yes, Something like that. But I only did it that one time. But I have to tell you, when I opened your book and it says, as a reader of this text, you take full responsibility for your experiences while going into trance and practicing shamanic journey work. And you do so at your own risk. What could possibly go wrong? We say that if you look in almost every uh, book, particularly um, books that are dealing with psychology or dealing with health and so on, they always say things like, you know, check with your doctor and so forth. So it's partly to protect the publisher, et cetera. But it's a kind of, of experience, for instance, especially like you mentioned, going up to the heavens. Upper world journeys, many times you go through uh, the sun. You go into trance, you close your eyes, you, you journey through uh, the sun to get to some of the higher and highest realms. I always ask people to take their guides with them. I always ask uh, for you to ask for protection because you're traveling to worlds uh, beyond death. You're traveling to worlds that most people do not go to until they've had a near-death experience or die. So um, as a precaution, I've never had anything happen to me, and it's been, what, almost 23 years that I've been doing this work. It's been incredible. And at the same time, I've gone to worlds, and you may have experienced this in your workshop, I didn't totally want to come back. It was so amazing and so beautiful and uplifting. And so there's guidelines so that people go, and then they also, there's a fast drumming beat, so they know when and then also how to come back here. So it's just, you know, making sure the parameters are out there in terms of everyone's 
perfect safety. Right, right, right. And the drummer did make the beat faster, so you knew when to start, you know, packing up and come heading back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but when you do this on your own, do you need a drummer? How do you pull yourself back? Well, you know, what's really fun is that if people go to my website, www.doctor, it's just dr, no period, susanallison.com, they can uh, download for free my own drumming. Uh, it's about between 20 and 30 minutes of drumming. And the directions are very clear in, in all the chapters, but you, they start with chapter one, do the preparation, and then download the drumming and do the first journey that's in chapter one. And then they keep building on one another until you are doing the highest realm journeys in the later chapters. So there's drumming available for everyone for free. Susan Allison is our guest. You Don't Have to Die to Go to Heaven is the book that can help you find guidance and healing in the spirit realms by uh, drumming and going on a subconscious journey. And you said, first off, we need to ask our guides for help. How do we do that? In the early chapters, and I'm glad you mentioned that you've done uh, you've done a workshop, so you, you are asking great questions, and you, you know what I'm talking about. But in the first chapters, you first are building on success. And so the very, very first uh, journey that you do is to what shamans call the middle world. And the middle world um, is a world that is your personal place of power. And in the book, I call it your sacred garden, your middle world, your natural world. It's a place where you find refuge, relief, and so on. So when you go there and find it, one of the journeys is to invite in beings who love you. And you always say that, I invite in beings who love me. And people and spirits and sometimes animals will come, but mainly human Uh, My grandmother showed up I'd never met, my father's mother who died before I was born. And these become spirit allies, teachers, guides. And then you mentioned the lower world, and the lower world is where you meet animals. You meet animal totems who are your helpers. And so you, you gather these beings up in the early journeys, and you also learn in one chapter how to travel and you get all of this information, and then you're ready uh, with the help of your guides to travel to the upper world. Because often a being will come carry you, and so it's great to already have those established before you do the later chapters. I invite in beings who love me. I think I'm just going to say that all the time. Isn't that fabulous? Yes. Yeah, and then everyone on this earth plane shows up like that as well. I invite in beings who love me. Okay, so when we do this traveling, we're traveling to different realms. You said they're, what did you say, they're after death realms? What I said is these are shamanic worlds. Shamanism has been around for probably over 60,000 years, and it's the very first religion. It predates all religion that we know. And Alberto Vololdo wrote a promotion for my book, an endorsement, where he says we're traveling beyond death. Beyond death beyond death, and we're mapping our destiny consciously in this lifetime and the next. And so you know yourself all of the books that have come out by people who've had near-death experience, like Proof of Heaven. And so people have a near-death experience, and they are being kept alive on by some means, and find themselves in these realms. 
in these heavenly realms. And what I've found is we can travel to what I call a level of heaven. And I also, in one chapter, talk about looking up when I've, I'm there, and there's this beautiful golden city in this beautiful crystal, crystal place that's light is bouncing off. It's amazing. I can't go there. And while I was there, I was able to kind of go float up and fly up and look, look at these places. But there's what I have found is there are levels. There are levels in heaven and levels in all these worlds, really. And so I could go to one place. It's called the level of heaven. And it's not going to, when you go, Casey, it's not going to look the same, probably, because it's your heaven. And things appear the way you need them to appear. Um, But there are realms above this level where we only go when we're no longer embodied. You mentioned uh, proof of heaven. Was that Dr. Eben Alexander? Yes. He was a guest on this show. I'd love to have, I have a radio show also, I'd love to have him on my show. And I think, I mean, I really honor him for opening the door, actually opening the door to this book, to my book, because right. people, because he's, he's a doctor, because he knows so much about science, there's an acceptance for people who do not believe in heaven, or they're not spiritual, or they're not religious. And he has opened the door, and so I, I really appreciate his doing that. As we map our destiny consciously, with traveling and getting guidance and healing from the spirit realms, do they mind, you know, the, the, the spirits that are there already, do they mind us traveling into their communities? They are waiting for us. This is what is so heart-opening and can bring tears to your eyes when you get there. They have been waiting, and it's like Doreen Virtue says in her books about angels, they aren't going to come unless you, unless you ask them. They're not going to come unless you invite them. And, and going there, I mean, it's, it's so unbelievable. I have gone sometimes, and there are, there's a crowd. There's a crowd of these beings that are full of light. Sometimes they appear in human form. Sometimes they appear as pure light. And so they're waiting, and sometimes I've gone to my middle world, which is, is my own personal place of power. It's like a, a beautiful place in nature. They're having a party. There's, you know, there are Japanese lanterns. There, you know, there are noisemakers, and they're cheering. And so, you know, it just brings you to tears because you realize you're not alone. You have all of these beings who love you in the spirit realm, and God willing, love you here. We're not alone. It's such a, it's such a total, um, it's a falsehood that we create separation, that we think that we're not loved. We think that we don't have beings that just are so thrilled we've been born here and thrilled that we're coming there to visit them and get guidance and, and wisdom to bring back, to make our life better here, to make the planet better here. And that was what, what I'm so excited about this book is that we don't have to wait, we don't have to die first. We can go get this information, this wisdom to change our lives, to become you know, better people, to fulfill our soul's purpose right now. Right we can now. bring it back now and do something um, that is extraordinary in our lives. Would you like to find your personal place of power? More with Susan Allison in just a minute. This is the Health and Happiness Show with Casey on 100.7 WHUD. If you have a question or need more information about things you've heard on the show, email kcradio at gmail.com. The Health and Happiness Show. Information, fun, and inspiration. 
does an award-winning Hudson Valley Hospital get even better? It teams up with the number one hospital in New York. Hudson Valley Hospital is now part of New York Presbyterian. And with our new name comes new possibilities. New York Presbyterian Hudson Valley Hospital now has expanded clinical services previously not available in the Hudson Valley and easy access to the expertise and resources of New York Presbyterian in Manhattan. Visit nyp.org slash Hudson Valley to learn more about the amazing things happening here. Hi, it's Casey. Dr. Susan Allison is our guest. She wrote, You Don't Have to Die to Get to Heaven. We're talking about a form of meditation called shamanic journeying, where you could possibly meet your team of spiritual supporters. What I have found, and this is 23 years of doing this work, what I've found is some of these 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 spirit guides, spirit helpers, they've been assigned to you, I believe. And they're just waiting for you to show up. And I'll give you an example, is that oh no, about a month ago I did a journey. And by the way, for people who are listening, this is very much like meditation. If you've ever meditated, if you've ever gone to yoga and closed your eyes and, and done a, a meditation during yoga, this is very similar that you close your eyes, go into trance, and your brain is actually going into a wave called theta, which is, is deeper. And you are not doing this conscious with your conscious mind, but your subconscious, your senses, and your heart. And so I journeyed, and I went to this place. I go, and I'm walking towards this beach. I look up, and suddenly there's a mountain there that hasn't been there before, and there's this being waving to me on this mountain. So I start climbing the mountain, and I get to the top, and it's Gandhi. Oh, how nice. Yes, and Gandhi however, is telling me that I really need to sort of buckle down. And he wasn't saying it in a mean way at all, but just very, had a very serious conversation with me about I had just finished this book. I'd taken some time off, which I needed. But he said, it's, you know, we, we're, we're, we really need you. We need you to be doing this work. And I looked up, and behind him were all these beings. Wow. And it, it, was, it was pressure, but it was also just a nudge, and it was, yes, I still have work to do here. I can't sort of lie around. You know, I need to, I need to keep doing what it is that's my purpose here. And so that's what happens, and I believe he was assigned, he was sent to me, and I have about f- four beings that have been with me for a while, and they are with me, assigned to me, whatever you want to say. Um, They're helping me on this path. And sometimes you'll have this wonderful being, and then it's time for them to go. And it's kind of sad that um, my grandmother was with me for several years, and then I went one, t- one day, and she wasn't in, in my garden any longer, in my, in my place of refuge. And there are other beings that have come, and they have given me and taught me what they needed to, and then it's time for them to move on. And it's also time for their spirit to move, especially from the middle world right. up, up to the upper world. It's time for them to just go with the light. But Grandma didn't say, hey, i got to go. She just wasn't she, there. She didn't say, hey, I've got to go. But it was sort of winding down in that way, yeah. in the sense of what she was teaching me. Okay. Is Gandhi on your case full-time, or he just comes and goes? I've only seen him once. Okay, great. You know, It's like they sent him in. They sent him in to give me this speech. Gandhi, we got a special, special uh, work for you today. We need you to... <laughs> when Susan starts meditating... <laughs> that's great. It's, it's yeah. wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. Um, yeah. How often do you do this? How often do you connect to the other side? 
You know, good question because it varies, and it, just like it would in your life when you really need need to go. I haven't journeyed for a few weeks right now because I've been, you know, working on this book, you know, doing all these shows, these wonderful shows, etc. And I haven't journeyed, and I want to do that. I need I need to. And my my husband passed away two years ago, and. I was journeying every week, and I was journeying sometimes more than once a week, um, sometimes you know, like three times or whatever, because what was happening is I was able to journey and meet him there, and it was unbelievable, and it was very comforting, and any of your listeners who have recently lost someone, it's an amazing experience that really makes you know without a shadow of a doubt that there are spirit worlds and that you're immortal, that your loved one is immortal, and you can actually visit them there. Uh, and sometimes they don't show up all the time, and they have work to do there. Right. Uh, my husband has been assigned. Um, he, he greets souls. He's a, he's a greeter. He's a very, very uh, outgoing and, and perfect job for him. Uh, and so I journeyed a lot right after his death. And at first, I really felt him here in my body as well. I felt him close. And then you know, the Tibetan Book of the Dead says it takes 40 days. Mm. Some shamans say that, that souls are in this middle place for up to 100 years. And my grandmother was there, and she'd been there, you know, for years and years. You know, she I can't even remember how long she'd been gone, but right. she'd been there for probably 40 years, let's say. So it just depends on the soul, but you can journey as often as you want. There's no sort of limit. You may only journey once a month. You can right. journey as, as much as you wish, and it also depends on your purpose and your intention and your need and what it is you, you want to accomplish. You, you're trying to make a decision, let's say. It's really great um, to go and uh, to one of the world's and help, it'll help you make your decision. Mm. They'll never tell you, uh, you know, quit your job and go here, but they will ask great questions. They will ask you what it is that's in your heart of hearts, what it is that you want to do for your life. They'll ask you questions, and you obviously come up with a decision, but they really help. Susan Allison, the guest, How to Find Guidance and Healing in the Spirit Realms. The book is called You Don't Have to Die to Go to Heaven, and if you go to the website, Dr. Dr. SusanAllison.com. You can download some free um, drumming that will help you on your journeys, and the book will carry you through journey by journey by journey. How long is a typical journey? I've been training people to do this for a long time, and so people in my groups can do a great journey in 15 minutes. And it doesn't have to take forever. A lot of people who teach this work say uh, you do about a 30-minute journey. My drumming um, download that people can have for free on my website is between 20 and 30 minutes. I think that's that's perfect. Mm. So you, it's plenty of time. In fact, I get a great journey sometimes in five or 10 minutes. A lot can happen. A lot more happens, it feels like, than it does here. So you you go into trance or into a, it's a light meditative state and not so light sometimes in the sense that you feel like you go deep and you experience a lot. You can do it in, in 15 minutes for sure. I have one person that does a journey in 10 or 15 minutes. You know, there's drumming music you can download on the internet and a lot of it's about 15 minutes. Mm, you know, but a minute in, in, on, in those places is, is so much more than a minute here. Exactly. Did you experience that when you did the when you did the, the workshop? Oh yes. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. yes. And even yeah. in my own meditation, you know, sometimes I'll sit and meditate for 20 minutes, but I'll only have like three good minutes in there. Yep. <laughs> but yep. those three good minutes, oh, it's a lifetime. I love it. I love Isn't it. Isn't it true? I'm glad you brought that up because it's so true. So much happens. It, what's wonderful, too, is that, and I tell people, I use the word magic. You are magical in these realms. And so let's say you mentioned uh, going to the world and finding your animal helper. I always went down through a tree. You imagine you're going down through this place you've seen in real life, down through a hollow tree, for instance, and you just go down into this cavern and you walk through and you look for the light and you come out and you can have an entire journey, it feels like, just getting down through this this tree and the roots and the cavern and coming out and you come out into this incredible world well sometimes i have jumped down and i suddenly have wings Mm -hmm. or there's a water slide or there's something magical that happens that gets me down there and if i jump i'm never injured i'm caught by something or i land on something soft or i am magical and i float Mm -hmm. and so it's it's fun you know it's, right. it's also fun to do this you never know kind of what's going to happen next and you uh have magical powers and so those of us who love superheroes and love those movies this is incredible mm-hmm. because you you know are sort of starring in your own we have to talk a minute susan allison to the people who want to connect with someone on the other side and maybe can't yeah. for some reason you know maybe you said when your husband passed and you were able to journey with him that's fabulous but you know i know that's not true for everyone at all times. What do yep. we say to that? You know, I have to say that when my mother uh, passed away, I was very close to her, and I couldn't connect with her at all. It's like I, I would be lying in bed, and I would be praying, or I would be meditating, and I would be trying to connect with her. My mother just shot out of here. Um, it, you know, she wasn't in a middle world, I don't think. And now I do experience her, and I can be with her uh, in a realm that I call in the book a level of heaven. My mother's there. She was like an avatar. She was an amazing, amazing being. And my feeling is when that happens, um, the person you love, they're very busy. They're going through their own process as we do here. They're finding out more about who they are and what they need to change and we're evolving there just as we are here it's not like we we die or pass away and suddenly we have angel wings and we're flying around there's a process where you're really looking at yourself and changing and evolving and becoming even a better being a better soul there and so my mother i think zoomed out of here and up and she had work to do and i understand people who are listening and that have had that experience where they can't connect and it's hard it was hard for me but just know that in time you will be able to connect with them but they're going through their own process and sometimes when i went to visit my husband he wasn't there, and I was able to connect with other people, other beings in my soul family. He, he said to me once, I was on assignment. You know, I had work to do. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, they're, uh-huh. they're just as busy there as we are here. Exactly. Or even busier in the sense that their time is, there's no linear time there. They could be in, in one dimension doing something and there and in another dimension at the same time. And 
So, but it is hard, and I understand anyone listening. I also, in the book, have a, a lot of different exercises to do to connect with them here. So if someone who's listening, a, a friend or a family member has passed on, there are things you can do here to connect with them. Right. and to listen to their answers and speak to them. I walked around speaking to my husband all the time, usually not in public, but I did it here at my house, and I would literally hear his voice. I never saw him. We have a friend who did see him after he passed, who saw him as a spirit, um, but I hear him, and he still talks to me. You don't have to die to go to heaven. Susan Allison, our guest, how to find guidance and healing in the spirit realms, go to Dr. Susan. Allison.com for more. Anything else our listeners need to know? Just that we're all immortal, Casey, that there is no death. Your loved ones are fine, and you can visit them and all these beings who love you deeply and want only your best. Isn't that reassuring? Susan Allison, you don't have to die to go to heaven. If you'd like a copy of her book, email me at caseyradio at gmail.com or connect at caseyradio.com. Have a great journey. See you next week. You've been listening to The Health and Happiness Show with Casey. The content of The Health and Happiness Show is intended for general information purposes only. The Health and Happiness Show is a presentation of the New York Presbyterian Hudson Valley Hospital Center. You can listen to previously broadcast shows online at caseyradio.com. Join Casey for another edition of The Health and Happiness Show next Sunday morning on 100.7 WHUD. 